Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Anansia original. Is it like the dragon thing that happens during that time? I don't know. When, when does the dragon thing happen? You're listening to Master Dating, a podcast reality show where two absolute strangers go on a blind date on each episode. My name is Alok Rathod, your personal Cupid in this journey of making people fall in love. We created a list of 36 questions that are scientifically proven to build attraction and asked each participant to select 10 questions that they would like to ask their blind date. You know how when you think of all the places you have traveled, it reminds you of the person with whom you built those memories rather than the actual details of the place? It's almost like the destination does not matter as long as you have an ideal travel partner. Traveling is a huge part of a relationship. It brings out the best and worst of the people. If travel feels unduly stressful, it's probably not a good idea to settle with that person. As we inch closer to getting the hold of this crazy pandemic, it seems like more and more people are coming out of the woodwork to satisfy their wanderlust. So what happens when you bring two travel junkies together for a blind date? On today's episode, we have Anamika Datta, who is a researcher, podcaster, spoken word artist, and writer based in Mumbai, India. Anamika believes in turning bad experiences into life lessons. A constant learner, she always thrives on being creatively active. Anamika is an avid reader and traveler as well. Anamika has been paired with Jilin Ong. Jilin is a performing artist, engineer, and a spiritual junkie from Melbourne, Australia. Jalen currently works as a business analyst and loves playing kazoo to his pet turtle. Jalen enjoys singing in the bathroom, catching up with his friends, and going on spiritual retreats. When Anamika met Jalen for a blind date, this is the conversation that followed. All right. Um, so I guess my first question would be. What was the best gift you have you have received you've ever received and why? Yeah, um so you know what the thing with me I, I don't really get a lot of gifts. Oh, <laughs> it, it's damn. kind of sad. No, for me my parents are always like whatever you want you just buy it yourself and they would just give me like, you know, whatever you want you can buy. So I don't really get like those thoughtful nice gifts. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a lot of friends who believe in giving gifts, so it's okay. it's kind of sad. It's not a culture. It's not a culture. So yeah, I get it. It's not, I mean, it's not really, but I think it's just me. I'm just um, I'm just very unlucky. I have received the gift of love many times. That's all I can say. So I think the best gift would be just the gift of love. <laughs> that is the best. I think that's the best you can ask for the gift of love. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um okay so I guess I rephrase that if mm-hmm. you can have a gift like an ideal gift what would come to mind Oh I would actually like to have something very thoughtful like someone would make me like a scrapbook or something and that never happens and my friends are just they're not they're not into that they're not very crafty they're not into DIY stuff but I would love to have something like people put so much thoughts into you know making you know something like that not material gifts i would i would like thoughtful gifts so anything of that sort would be great yeah yeah no i agree i think if someone knows you and actually mm-hmm. makes something for you it's it just means so much more yeah meaningful yeah but still i think the gift of love is probably the best you can ask for <laughs> yes My first question is when was the last time you walked for more than an hour describe where you went and what you saw Oh gosh I was <laughs> dreading this question 
because I can't remember the last time. Oh I my god! And I remember mine so well. I'm like, this is this is probably a good question. Yeah, no, I think it's a really good question for someone who enjoy long walks. Um, I I actually do, but it's just you know, COVID has been heating, and we've been locked down for quite a while, and we've not had very long walks. Um, but if I were to think back, um, it was just it wasn't an hour. But when we were first, I don't know whether where, where you are. Were were you allowed to? Were you in lockdown, or were you allowed to go wherever you are? We we were in lockdown for a long time, but then everything opened up. But my my long walk actually happened in UAE. I was in UAE recently, and that's where I walked more than for more than an hour. So that happened like a week ago. It was not in India. But you can pretty much walk in India. In Mumbai, everything is open. Uh, but I mean, we have like kind of restrictions, but it, it's open, no lockdown. Yeah, I guess. I guess what I really could remember was we were in lockdown for such a long time, and when it was first opened up, and when I was walking out of the house, and I was walking out, and it was sort of autumn. Um, I live in Australia now, by the way. Um, it's about two hours drive from Melbourne, so it was autumn, and I saw all the leaves that were, um, you know, the autumn leaves. And at that moment, I just realized that how much I take it for granted. It's just my neighborhood. It's just my neighborhood, and not a lot of cars or really beautiful leaves. And I was just walking around the neighborhood and. Just that, I think, is all these things that I've taken for granted because I used to have it, and then then I not I didn't have it because of the lockdown, and everybody was just in their own homes, you know, segregated yeah. from other people because we're not allowed to visit people, uh, we're not allowed to have visitors in, um, you have, you have to wear mask whenever you go out, and you always have to keep one point five meters apart. So there's this whole disconnection I felt with the community, with friends and everything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that walk around the neighborhood was just, yeah, it just reminds me of all the things that I have that I love, um, that I took it for granted for. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. I think you're right. <laughs> so I'm gonna ask you the same question then, since you had a long. <laughs> Um, you you mentioned on that walk that you had for more than an hour yeah yeah okay yeah it was well it wasn't I was in Dubai and I walked I mean I'm embarrassed but it's true it was at the mall I mean oh my god it was more than I I walked quite a lot I mean inside the mall and outside so they have the fountain and everything I think that walk and you just want to watch that. It happens every 30 minutes and you just want to watch every show. It was so beautiful because the first time, the first day I was there, they played Hero by Enrique Iglesias, but it was the Spanish version. And I was so mm. mesmerized by that. I'm like, I'm waiting for the next one. <laughs> and I was just walking around the fountain and I was like, okay, what's, what's going to be the next one? And the next one wasn't that great, but they played it again after like an hour or so. So that was that walk and it was beautiful. I mean, you never get used to it. It's such a mesmerizing view and it, it's just, it's, it's, it was beautiful. So that was, that was the one. Um, it, more than a week ago I think a week ago more than a week ago yeah so it was it was like a fountain and then they they play the music and the the music video as well no no not the video are you familiar with the Las Vegas fountain show you know something like that do you know what happens yes, it's like a yes, synchronized yeah, yeah, I do. yeah the, the same thing happens in front of Burj Khalifa and the Dubai mall they also have like a fountain show and it happens like it starts uh, from six 6 p.m. and it happens every 30 minutes and they play like different songs and everything and it's a beautiful experience it's not like the video or anything they they have light shows and it's it's an experience (laughs) i wish i could show you videos right now but it's so beautiful 
Did you record them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many, okay. many recordings. Okay. I have many recordings. <laughs> many recordings. <laughs> because I was the at the mall story. every day. I'm not. I'm embarrassed, but it's true. I was there pretty much every day. So yeah, I was yeah recording. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so my next question is. Oh, it's actually uh, the same as. Oh, I'm so sorry. I should have asked you that uh, this before. Uh, what was the best gift you ever received, and why? <laughs> okay. Um. Actually, I think it's an Asian thing. Like, I think like a lot of Asian people are not very. Okay, maybe. But maybe I'm jumping to conclusion. My friends were not very crafty as well. Yeah. Because I think it's more affordable for us to buy things. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know like so when i was living in malaysia most of my life and um so a lot of gifts that i get are bought gifts um but when i so i got my pr in australia when i when i was like i was taking the flight over here i think my parents gave me this ang pao you know chinese <laughs> chinese people usually have this ang pao so my parents gave me this ang pao with a written note um <laughs> Okay. To me, it's more of like a penchant, um, oh. wishing me all the best with like whatever that I do, um, wishing me happiness really, and I think that that is something that I um, really treasure. It's also because I'm leaving home, and I it was also that feeling that I'm leaving home to a place that I know is not just for a vacation, um, that I'm gonna be living in a in a in a country that is away from where my parents are. So and I think that 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 blessing that I had from them, that that I think was very meaningful to me. Yeah, it is very beautiful. That is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. My parents are not very crafty as well, but it, <laughs> it's just great that you know. I, I'm I'm sure it's it's heavy for for them to leave. You know, to yeah um, to see me live in a different place. But yeah, it's it's. It's kind of nice. Actually, COVID makes us closer. We now do weekly calls, which you usually don't even do weekly calls. Yeah. So you never know. Yeah, that's 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 pretty cool. I think that's a, that's a nice gift. I'm going to ask you, um, it, it seems that you've, you've traveled a lot. So I <laughs> guess if you, and your hometown is Mumbai, right? No, it's actually a different state in India. It's a very small town. It's called Barthaman. And the state is... In uh, the state is West Bengal, which is like in the east of India. But I live in Mumbai. I've been here for six years now. Okay. Um, so I guess my question is, if if you have to move away from your hometown, or I guess whichever place that you feel at home, it could be Mumbai or your original hometown, um, where would you go and what would you miss most about where you are or your hometown? I think where would I go that's I mean if I leave Mumbai it's gonna be like leaving India for me because I already leave I mean I've already left my hometown so I've been living away from my family so the second part of the question the answer is always gonna be my family because I live away from my family they live in my hometown um, I think where would I go leaving Mumbai because Mumbai now just feels like home. So if I have to leave Mumbai, it's gonna be like either moving away from India, going somewhere, living somewhere abroad, or just you know I, I don't think there is any city in India that I I would like to you know live in. Um, so if I if I move away from any, I don't know. I have so many places in my in my mm. mind. I think the first one, Dubai, would be really nice. I, I really. Nice. So you're gonna spend all day in front of Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Every evening eating gelato and watching the furniture, the Dubai Mall. That's my dream. Yeah. No, I think it's, it's just that I love that city. It's just the I love how diverse it is and how. You just you can do whatever you want, and it's just so futuristic, and you just always you're mesmerized by how amazingly and seamlessly they do things. You know, it just it doesn't it feels like it's out of the world. So I like that. Um, a good competitor to that city would probably be 
Um, I think Paris. I would love to live in France somewhere. <laughs> you know, you know, this is this is just a dream. But yeah, I mean, for me, Mumbai is definitely home. So it's gonna be a way of living abroad somewhere if I leave Mumbai. What is your favorite holiday and why? Um, hmm. I would have to say Chinese New Year. Um, mainly because um, every Chinese New Year I go home. Every Chinese year, I will fly back to Malaysia from Melbourne, um, and it's it's kind of cool. I, I, are you familiar with uh, how Chinese Year has been celebrated? I know a little bit. I don't. I can't say that I know a lot, but I know that you guys get money. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I know. Yeah, that's definitely. You something get like a red envelope and there's money in it. And that's the cool part. <laughs> that's what I know. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I know that from like TV shows. And I, <laughs> there's a show called Fresh Off the Boat. I don't know if you know if you're familiar with that show. Oh yes, yes, I know about I that. I love that show. I've not watched, but I I would love to watch it. So, like traditionally, what happens is uh, on the on New Year's Eve, everyone gets together for a reunion dinner. So it's like a big, um, big extended family thing. So all your, all my uncles, my aunts. So if you and we tend to have big families, so everyone will come together. Traditionally, everyone will cook, um, and you get to taste like all the best food from everyone. And my family is a is a is a is a cooking family. As in, people love to cook. All my aunts. I guess it's still very traditional in the sense like the women tend to cook, um, so my aunts were all very good cooks. Actually, my my uncles are good cooks as well, but they just don't cook during Chinese New Year. <laughs> I'm not sure why? Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that everyone bringing the dishes together, but unfortunately lately everyone was just so tired, so we now eat out. We we'll, we we'll, you know, go to a restaurant and everyone just eat out. And it's nice in a way because nobody has to work. Nobody has to like put in a lot of effort. People can just sit and enjoy this eight course dinner. Um, yeah. Yeah. We do that. And then on on New Year's Day, we all change to new clothes. So we sort of, we have to change to new clothes. It, it represents like, it represents a new year. It represents renewal. Okay, I don't want to get. I I don't want to. I sound like I'm uncultured, which I am. But is it like the dragon thing that happens during that time? I don't know. When when does the dragon thing happen? Is it? Is yeah, it, it's, it's the new year, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. So it depends on, I guess, your family background as well. So if you come from a better off family, then you invite the dragon dance. Um, to come to your house, it's sort of then you get all these you know really cool uh, stunts dragons people to come and sort of invite prosperity to your house. Yeah, yeah, and then you of course then you give ang pao's to these um, to these performers. But even if you even if you don't get to afford that, there are a lot of dragon dance in town. So it's it's kind of cool to go watch dragon dance as well, and they will do these flips. Um, which is really cool to watch. I know I have seen that, and I think that it's really cool. I, I really like that. I think it's a very yeah. cool thing. <laughs> yeah, for the second day, then we always go to our mom's side family. So, like the first day is everyone gathering together on your on our father's side. The second day, we will we will visit our mother's um, relatives. So yeah, I would say Chinese New Year just because I think it's about getting together. It's about bonding with family members that sometimes you've not seen actually the entire year yeah yeah and then of course you get ang pao's if you're not married so there's always a bonus <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty cool I, I i like that if what is the funniest thing that has that ever happened to you when you were a small child when i was with a small child is that that is the question right when you were a small child, when, oh, when, when I I don't remember. Okay, let's let me change the question. What's the funniest <laughs> thing that has ever happened to you? 
so many i'm so clumsy i i fall down and hurt myself i do i i'm like i'm not i'm very clumsy so a lot of things i i, I can't uh remember <laughs> what is the most i think the recent one would be i was i don't know uh did I fall down somewhere? I can't remember because it happens a lot. So I don't know. Um, let me think, let me think, let me think. Oh, I, I, I decided. Oh, yes. So I don't take, um, I don't do very well. I'm not good with public transportation. I'm just like, I'm dyslexic. So I have no sense of direction. You know, I, I see these people who can go to like a metro station and they just look at the chart and they're like, oh, we have to take the red line. Then we have to stop here and take the blue line and do this. And I'm very confused. I don't know how to do all of that. And <laughs> I always get lost somehow. So I decided to take the, the, the metro in Dubai and I, <laughs> I took the ticket for a different station and I got off... <laughs> At the wrong station <laughs> because i didn't know it was like a different zone and everything and i'm like oh my god and then i couldn't go out because he had to like punch that ticket and in order to go out and i've been doing that for like almost five minutes and i'm like this is not working and so i go to this person and and i'm like okay this is not working and she was like oh this is the wrong ticket you have to pay for an exit ticket so i'm like oh that that's amazing which was ironically way more than the ticket itself i'm like oh that's a oh great that's a great way to i mean i was just trying to take the metro and now i'm stuck here with an exit ticket and i'm like okay that was that was funny yeah but that happens to me a lot because i'm not very good with uh, public transportation i do really bad so that happened yeah. to me where were you supposed to go? Were you was were you rushing somewhere? No, not at all. I had all the time. I was holidays. I had all the time in the world. I was not rushing anywhere. I just took the wrong ticket. I, I, that's all. I'm an I'm an idiot. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, no, so the thing is, there are two zones. You know how you have like blue line and red line and all of that. I don't get all of that. So you can't travel with that ticket to the other zone. And I wanted to go to the other zone, but I, I just, I don't know. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> <laughs> just very dumb. Uh, just, in, in a way, you went on an adventure. Uh, not really, because I had like shopping bags and I'm like, I just want to go home. Oh, God. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm really tired. And uh, then they're like, okay, you have, you have to pay for an exit ticket. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. I should have just taken a cab because it's so much easier. But oh, yeah, that man. happens. <laughs> huh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's my turn now. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Um, oh, I wanted to play this game. One of you say a word, uh, the next say a word that starts with the last letter of the word just said, and do this until you have 50 words. Do you want to do this? Cause it's, yeah, it's, let's do it. Yeah. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, sure, I can start. Um, mm. Flowers. Mm, uh, Sydney. Um, why? Uh, yogurt. Uh, tea. Tea. <laughs> okay. A. Um, apple. <laughs> okay. E. Um, uh, e for... Oh, why can I? I can't find a word for me. No Electronics? What a random word. Sorry, S what was that? Electronics, S. Electronics, okay. S. Um, S would be Satan. What? Satan. <laughs> no. um, um, and for uh, let's do like countries as it is Netherlands. Okay, Netherlands is nice. Um, D D will be. Um, it, it ends with an S, right? Netherlands is that what? It, Netherlands it, S is it an S or a yeah, D? I think so. Isn't it? It's a D, right? Netherlands S. Okay. I think it ends with S. I am not sure. Okay, <laughs> let me Google it. Can we do that? Okay. Yes, it ends. With, <laughs> there's an S. Yes. Okay, S will be um, um, a sailor. 
what how what how does it what's the letter a sailor a sailor a sailor r with r yes yeah r uh rome rome nice rome e e will be elephant <laughs> <laughs> okay t oh t again i t for uh, um <laughs> Travel. <laughs> yes, yes. Travel. <laughs> yeah. Nice travel. L, L for, uh, ludicrous. I don't know why that word came. Yeah. Ludicrous. Yeah. That it ends with S, right? Yeah. S for um, Seychelles. Essentially, it's oh, you have so many countries. You must have been to many countries. All my okay. bucket list. <laughs> All your bucket list. Essentially, what does it end with? Essentially, S, I think. S, okay. Um, S will be shit. <laughs> oh my god! I get T. I always get T. T for oh, um, Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad. Oh. Um, oh, okay. O will be um, octopus. <laughs> S. Um, oh, again, S. Uh, S. Uh, I've already done Sydney, right? Um, the, the, I can't find words. S. Uh, <laughs> the, the, Satisfying. We're just doing random words now. Satisfying. That's nice. Should we stop there? I, I yeah, think I, think I have. I think we've done fifty. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All <laughs> okay, right. Okay, I'll go. All right. Um, I'm gonna ask you who is your favorite actor of your own gender, and if you can remember, describe a favorite scene. Yeah. Um. So Julia Roberts. Mm. And I don't remember my, so the favorite scene would be, she did a movie called Mona Lisa Smile. And mm. I think she played a teacher or a governess. I don't remember. I watched it a long time ago. That reminds me, I have to watch this movie again because I love that movie. I don't. <laughs> okay. exactly what movie is that? Mona what Lisa movie? Smile. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. the name of the movie. And it was a scene where I think the students did a prank on her and she was going to confront them in a way or something. I don't know, but it was so inspiring. It, she wasn't mad or anything or she did some, she did something badass. I don't really remember, but that is, that mm. was, that was one very impactful scene, but I don't really remember it much. So yeah. I have to watch this again and let yeah. you know. <laughs> but Julia Roberts is a great actress yeah yes she's amazing she's great she really is yeah. um oh where are you from name all the places you've lived mm, okay um i'm from a small town in salango near kl about an hour's drive from kl malaysia um lived um I so I've lived there most of my life. Most of my life, um, I've traveled a little bit, but I'm not sure. Maybe not as much as you. Uh, I did spend a bit more longer time. I did spend a, a longer time in Arizona, in the states, uh, for a couple of months. I was in San Francisco for a couple of months, um, and then I moved to across to Mexico for a couple of months. Oh. Yeah, so that's like if you consider living because I think traveling is just short. This is like a couple of months. Yeah, and then still count. Yeah, yeah, um, and then yeah, then I moved to Australia. Like I got a PR. Um, then I moved to Melbourne for a bit, and then to a smaller town in Ballarat, which is about two hours drive from Melbourne. Oh yeah, right. That's interesting. Well, you've you've lived in a couple of places. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. I think I've traveled a fair bit, but there's so many more places to travel to. So there will always be. I mean, the world is big. Yeah. <laughs> you can never do enough. Never be enough. <laughs> never enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I'm gonna ask related to the previous question. What's the best TV show you have seen in the last, I guess, a couple of months? Oh, yeah. Just enjoy. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, it's a horror, The Haunting of a Hill House. I don't know if you're familiar with that one, but there is—I mean, there is a prequel to that show. It's called *The Haunting of Bly Manor*, or Manor—I don't know how you say that word. <laughs> I think it, it's a mansion, and it's like it's about vampires and all of that. And there's a really, there's a little girl, and her name is Flora, and she's so cute. But she's evil. I mean, I'm, I think I'm spoiling it for you, <laughs> but you get to know that in the first episode. But she's so yeah. The actor who played her character is she's just so cute, and I'm obsessed with that show. I've been watching it, and I, I really like it because it's different. It's a different genre. I never usually watch horror. It's not yeah. my kind of thing, but I I really like it. But I like it because of Flora, because of that little girl. If you want, if you watch one episode, you're gonna be like, oh, she's she's just the cutest little thing ever. She speaks yeah. like she speaks like she's a grandmother of someone. <laughs> she speaks like a grandma, but she's little and she's just so mature and so articulate, and she's just so she's just cute, cute. Is it like a horror horror? As in, is it meant to scare you, or is it more like a storyline where you? Um, it's it depends. I mean, if you're easily scared, that I mean, I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I, I just don't like horror. It's not very gory. It's not something like yeah. you get a lot of blood and you know, like people cutting each other up or something like that. It's, it's not, not like that, that kind of horror. Yeah, but it's, it's more bad. like yeah, it's intense though. I mean, it's, I I think those those are like more scary where you're like, oh, is there someone? I don't know. I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I, it's a it's a cute one. I would check it out. Yeah. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, okay, your question is... Uh, oh, it is actually the same one. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's the same one. I chose the same one. What is the best TV show you've seen in the last month? I have to say Shit's Creek. It's I've Schitt's heard a lot. Have you heard of it? I've not watched, but I think all my friends are yeah. watching it. I have yes, fun. you've got to watch it. It's, it, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, it's, about, it's about this family. I don't, it's a spoiler, but I guess what makes it interesting is not so much the storyline. I mean, it, it is a storyline, but I think it doesn't matter if I give, give it away a little <laughs> bit. It's about this family who is super rich. They used to be like, they live in a mansion. So mm-hmm. the father, mother, and the son and daughter. And then they lost everything. Oh, shit. So they lost everything. And it, it starts with a scene where you have these people coming to their homes and take away everything. Um, so it's kind of funny. And then the guy came and tell them that, hey, um, probably your only redeeming thing is you could move to this place called shit's creek which i think is 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 a parody for shit so shit's creek which is like a really tiny town with nothing much and then they live in this motel uh because they they happen to buy they they have bought the town like years ago so it's actually their town so they they get to live for free in one of the motels so it's about how they cope with losing everything and poverty and 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 not having what they used to have. Um, mm. But it's really funny because of all this really... I- imagine Kim Kardashian um, 
living in a motel, you know? Uh, so. I really don't want to imagine anything with Kim Kardashian, but I mean, I get what you're saying. But I yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. That's probably a nightmare. But, but what is really wholesome about the movie is not about that. It's about how they become so much better people. Um, yeah. As they... And they find that what really matters is the human connection because they don't used to be very close because you're rich, you know. Um, the daughter used to have parties. Um, they doesn't, you know, stay at home. And the, the son realized he doesn't really have real friends or they're not close to their parents. And it's uh-huh. that coming together make them, you know, realize, you know, the family and also the, the, the friends that they eventually found, the friendships they found in this small town which I think is such a wholesome movie. It's funny and it's wholesome. Is it a yeah. movie or it's a series? No, it's a series. It's a series. But, you know, mm-hmm. when you start, I think it's really hard to stop. I know. Everyone is binging and everyone is posting Instagram stories. And I'm like, yeah, I have got major FOMO uh, for sure. Yeah. And, and it's very LGBT friendly as well. It's, it's very inclusive. And that's what I really like about that as well. Yeah, I think that's why people like it. A lot of positive reviews and it's a good one. Yeah. Where did you go to high school and what was your high school like? Oh, a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, so I was homeschooled for the initial 12 years of my life. I didn't actually, I mean, I was enrolled in a school, but I didn't really go. And I I started going to school. Is is there a reason why um, your parents decided to homeschool you? No, no. The thing is, my parents are, um, my parents are separated. So my father is kind of like a, he's like a genius. He's a prodigy. He's like, he's really good with math and like science and all that stuff. And he thought that I wouldn't really need school being his daughter. <laughs> it's a really sad. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, 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 grew, <laughs> I grew up in a room watching like anime and crying a lot I didn't really have friends I I grew up being an introvert and it's it's a really long sad story but the thing is my father homeschooled me because he thought I wouldn't need school but turns out I'm not smart I'm very dumb and I needed school (laughs) so I started going to school when I was 12 years old 12 or 13 and it was an all-girls school it was a nightmare it was like being in a jail I was bullied it was a it was hell uh, bad. Oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> bad, bad, that's bad. Horrible. Oh gosh. I don't miss that. I'm not going back to that. It was in my hometown, actually. I, I still, yeah. yeah, get nightmares. So no, that's terrible. <laughs> that's really terrible. Yeah. Was university better then? You know when when you know when you finished. My college was bad. University, yes, university was a lot better. Univers when I, I did my masters in Mumbai from the University mm-hmm. of Mumbai and best experience of my life it's it's the best yeah college was the same college was also pretty bad okay. but university was yeah really nice all right that's good <clears throat> yeah um my question is what is the best book you've read in the last three months and tell me about it ah uh, um I used to read a lot, but because I'm so busy with uni, I'm I'm still studying right now. Um, so it's it's the if you ask me the last last few months, it's probably my university books. Um, which, yeah, yeah. But if you ask me what books I I think are great, um, I've read this book called The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Um, I think it's an amazing, amazing book. Um, it's about this man who started surrendering his life to... You know how, I think especially Asians, we we want things to happen a certain way. We set goals, we like, okay, this I have this one-year plan, two years, three years plan, and all this, all this so many years plan. Um, I think, I'm, I'm probably speaking for myself, maybe you're not like that, but yeah. I'm just saying as a culture... Um, but this book is about him completely surrendering to whatever happens. And sometimes I think we we say no to things because we are afraid. Um, so it's his journey of saying yes to things that comes to him, but also not, it's sort of trusting his gut and, and not saying no to things just because he's afraid. Mm-hmm. And how his life just transformed 
um, I think is a very, it's, a, it's quite a spiritual book, but I think it really opens me up to not needing to control things or not, on, and just letting go. I think is is really, is an amazing book. I would highly recommend that. Yeah, it sounds like a good book. I would, yeah, it's a good one. I'm going to ask you the same question. <laughs> What's the best book you've read in the last book? three months? Well, yeah. I don't read books. I listen to books now because obviously it's easier and I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just easier, yeah. I, I, the, the one that I'm listening to right now is called Think Like a Monk and it's by Jay Shetty. I really can't say that I like it. Um, much. I mean, it's it's interesting. It, he's got a very interesting perspective, but I can't say it's the book I like. I think the last book, it was not in the last three months. What, what if, maybe not the last book, maybe, yeah. the, maybe book a book that you, you, you really enjoy. Yeah, yeah it, it was actually, yeah. Um, I'm going to say Ikigai. It's a book by um, Hector Garcia and uh, mm. Lieberman, I think, Albert Lieberman. And yeah. It's about the Japanese method of finding happiness in what you do and your life, basically. And it's such a, it's so simple. And the, the book is like really like, it's not a big one. It's like really um, tiny and it's cute and you just, it's wholesome. The word that I'm going to use for this book is that it's wholesome. You read this book and you just kind of put it down for five minutes and you just like, wow. Um, that was something interesting. It's just, um, I think I've always been fascinated with Japanese culture because I, I told you that I was homeschooled and I grew up with anime. And so I grew up with a you know, lot of Japanese culture in my head. So I always connect with, I mean, when I, even when I was in Japan, it was just like, you know, reconnecting with all of that. Um, so I love Japanese culture and how they kind of think and do their, they're just very... I don't know how to say this. They're very put together in a way. They're very zen. Yes. <laughs> they yes. Different, they're zen. They're very, um, they're very calm. You look at a person and you don't know. They might have gone through something really terrible, but they just look so calm and like composed and they're so polite. Our lives, if I, I woke up this morning and I'm like, I can't find my headphones. My mic isn't working. Like, this is great. <laughs> I just want to shout and just, they, you know. Um, but they're just such calm and nice people, and I think that's that's just beautiful. And that that book is highly highly recommended. Um, everyone check it out. Yeah, that's I would check it out. I, you, it's it's funny you talk about Hector. Um, was it Hector Garcia or something? I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I actually met him once um, at a literature oh, yeah. festival. I mean, not that I met him. Met him would be like, yeah, we had a conversation. It's just like there were a lot of people. I was one of them that I saw him once. You, you still met him. You still met him. <laughs> if you call it that, it's okay. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Japan is probably one of the best places I've you know, really enjoyed the whole. Yeah, I love that place. Um, okay, what foreign country? I think you've visited quite a number. So maybe the next few foreign countries that you would want to visit next, and yeah, I have a (laughs) this this is like a long bucket list for me. (laughs) But the one that I'm dreaming of at the moment it's Serbia. So the thing is, I met this. um, So I made a friend when I was in Dubai. We went for this desert safari together, and he is currently in Serbia. And he's posting amazing Instagram stories. And that's how you get there. You know, like that FOMO. Like this place is amazing. And I, I just, and I, I didn't even know much about, you know, uh, Serbia. And he's like talking about it and he's like posting. And I'm like, I really want to visit Serbia. So I, I think that it's one country right now. He's in Belgrade, and I think I would like to visit Belgrade a little bit, Serbia a little mm. bit. Um, but I think all time, I, I I want to go to Africa. Uh, it has been pending for a long time. And mm. yeah, somewhere in Africa, maybe South Africa or Kenya or something. And definitely mm. Serbia is there at the moment. Um, Serbia, when you say he posed something, was it like scenery or, or like culture? What, what was it that 
I guess. So, yeah, he, he has a very unique way of traveling. So he goes to a country and he gets, he rents a car and he just drives around. Yeah. And he's like, this is the best, this is the best way to, you know, explore. And he's just gone to all these amazing places where you're not supposed to visit. And the, the mm-hmm. cops chased him. He got a speeding ticket and he's like living the adventure. But the thing is, going to places where you're not supposed to go and like seeing things, you know, finding those spots in a country where it's like unique places. And I think the one thing that attracted me uh, uh, that I, I fell in love with Serbia was like there was this one crossing. It was snowing. It was filled with snow. And um, um, and it was just, I don't know, it's just the serenity of that place. I think when... I haven't been to a cold country in a long time. And I think I'm just kind of missing that, you know, the, that Christmassy vibe, you know? Yeah. I no, think I that is one thing that I'm like, oh, that's a beautiful, beautiful place. And also culturally, I think it's very different. It's just something, it's underrated. It's not something that you, you don't really hear a lot of people saying, I've been to Serbia, it was amazing. It's just so underrated, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that's, that's what I like the most about this country. It's like a hidden gem. You just want to go yeah. and, you know, discover it. Yeah. yeah. Sounds exciting. Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, my turn. Uh, my question to you is actually the same. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> um, yeah, like you, I think there are many places I want to go. Um, I think I've not explored a lot of places. There was one we almost organized um, a trip to Africa because we had a connection in, in Africa, like the, a few of us that we met. I think I met two friends in, in New York. One is based in Japan. The other one is based in Hong Kong. So we thought, and the Japanese friend um, has a boyfriend in Africa. So her boyfriend is an African. Mm-hmm. So we were thinking of organizing actually a trip to Africa where is it you know with 20 people and we organize a whole cultural thing um where people stay in homes and really experience how it's like um with with you know the whole thing but yeah that didn't quite work out so that was that was disappointing yeah uh, did the covid it didn't work out yeah did the covid and and i think then everybody was sort of busy with um what they were doing as well people started going for the master's program. So yeah, yeah things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many more places I want to visit. Um, s- Southern Southern America, I've not been. Many parts of Europe, I've not been. Uh, I've not been to Antarctica. I've not been to Russia. So, so many, many places. Yeah, I've not been to Serbia. I've not been to Israel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just so many places to visit. Especially the, like you say, especially places that are non-touristy, it's it's nice to to see how life is like there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think those are like the real ones. Um, Africa is definitely is is fascinating. I've always been fascinated. It's just it's just a, and it's the same story. I also have a friend who has um uh, she has an African boyfriend. And she lives in Kenya and she does amazing things. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. When am I gonna? go and visit and i'm just it's all because of covid i planned to visit africa last year just um this this year so for my birthday i was kind of planning to go to south africa but it didn't happen obviously um so yeah that's a great that's so good things are opening up so yeah pretty soon. hopefully let's let's hope for the best <laughs> yeah fingers crossed yeah it may not be relevant if it's not then yeah were, were you ever in a school play Did, since you said you you were homeschooled I was actually no no when I started going to school I, I was in a play yes you were in a play oh tell yeah, me about it. were you ever in a school play what was your role and you know how, how did it go anything funny happened yeah, um, I do remember a lot of it, but I remember I played the the father. So it was an all girls school, obviously. And <laughs> I was How did that happen? Like, who decides who play what? I decided actually. <laughs> so there was, <laughs> I want to play the father. Yes, because there were like I remember the characters. There was one annoying wife, one uh, daughter. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> one son and one really sassy house help. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but in India, in India we have ho- we have house helps. We call them bhais, and um, we're just like she's very sassy. And I'm like, okay, out of all of all of these characters, I'm gonna play the father because she he's like he's like the most chilled person and i had like only two lines and they were it was like a comic role okay <laughs> is it like, a comic role sorry is it a comic role you it was it was like it was a funny role i had only yeah. two lines but they were yeah. supposed to be like the punch lines and like yeah. hilarious like my wife said something and i yeah. like and i i come back with like a really sassy like not sassy right. but like a savage it's a very yeah. sarcastic yeah. reply and people laugh that's all i remember something <laughs> <laughs> funny happened I did, i did really well i was born to do that i was born to play the father born for this father role <laughs> yes what i was say? made for that role <laughs> what's the name of the play is it like a famous play no no it was made up someone wrote it um we had very talented people <laughs> in the class <laughs> someone wrote it and they were like putting up i mean they was there an audition there was actually an audition oh wow yeah we were very competitive um there oh, was an audition wow. but uh, apparently i didn't have to because nobody wanted to play the father i, I was the only one <laughs> so there's no competition for the father there's no competition for me everybody wanted uh. to play that sassy house elf i remember because yeah. everybody wanted to be her and i'm like no why i want to be the father and yeah. because she was the main character actually very sassy you know i'm not sweeping i'm not swiping i'm not cleaning the floors today something <laughs> i don't remember she was very sassy that's all i remember yeah. and whoever wrote that play genius oh such that's a good. um yeah, so, <laughs> that's the story oh man <laughs> okay that sounds fun how often do you get your hair cut where do you go have you ever had a really bad haircut experience <laughs> Ever since COVID started, no more haircuts. Oh my god! <laughs> oh Is gosh! But it, but it's actually true. Since March, they closed down all the barber, and everybody. You see, all the guys started having long hair and long beard. Everyone just looked like they came up from a cave. <laughs> all my friends, whenever we meet them online for classes, everyone have this beard. Some have full on beard. It's harder to be able to have a full on beard, but everyone just like this. <laughs> oh gosh, um, I how often? I guess two months once. Um, then I get a haircut. I should get it once a month, you know, if I want to look good. But then after a while, you're like, okay, it's okay to not have to look good. So because <laughs> nobody sees you anyway, so you just you just let it grow. <laughs> Yeah. looks like you're from a cave yeah um but i it's i have terrible haircut experience um because i think it's hard for me to get a good haircut <laughs> so um so i was lucky that i finally found a good barber mm-hmm. at least you know and i don't have to look terrible all the time but yeah i'm glad yeah yeah well that that i mean that's good i think covid just brought out everyone's natural beauty and i, I appreciate that <laughs> I mean, how would you yeah it was terrible not not being able to go to the salon was like probably the worst thing i'm exaggerating i'm being so dramatic um and you started cutting your friend's hair i think people started cutting each other's hair oh yeah there's so many funny youtube videos and i love to watch them that's what i did during the lockdown people watching p- other people getting haircuts at home and terrible haircuts and it was fun but i i didn't actually get a haircut during the lockdown i went to the salon after a year so <laughs> <laughs> i think more than hair for me it was just the nails hair is just not like it's okay but i i my hair was like terrible but i think i was missing just getting my nails done that was that was painful uh, <laughs> not being able to yeah. get them done Yeah. So now everything is open up, right? Everything is sort of in control. Yes, everything is open. Now you can just go and and get your nails done whenever you want. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What is your favorite class in university? Oh, I actually enjoyed my university classes a lot. I liked all of them, but I think culture studies 
Um, it was the most interesting one. So I, I did mass communication and journalism, master's in mass communication and journalism. And we had this one um, subject. We had one, uh, like, kind of like a, um, what do you call them? The I don't know, alternative subject? I don't know. Yep, yeah, Hol- on my, or elective, yeah. Yeah, yeah, elective, right. Um, so it was uh, culture studies. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. It was all about... Um, Mumbai as a city and its culture but it's like creative culture not like um, how Mumbai just like kind of came to be Uh, so I got a really cool assignment and it was like a place in in, in Mumbai where I had to where I had to go and explore and just kind of find out how the rap culture of that that place mm. is kind of famous for its for its rap culture. So people are like they're street rappers. We have a very famous movie on that. Um, it's called Gully Boy, and and it's it's a great movie. But mm. it, it, we have a really street rap culture. So my assignment was to go to this place and discover how that kind of developed over time. So I think it was really cool. So culture studies was definitely one of my. It was my favorite. Yeah. Nice. Nice. That sounds yeah. exciting. Okay. Okay. What is the last concert you saw? How many of that band's albums do you own? Have you seen them before? Where? Yep. Okay. I can answer that one. Um, so I am not a fanatic. So I'm not one of those, you know, um, oh, I'm a fan of this person. And then I own like 20 albums <laughs> and watch every single concert. Um, but I kind of like Michael Bublé's songs and I primarily sings his song during karaoke so wow um, but <laughs> but the last concert I've visited is actually a music festival I really enjoyed that um, I was in it's a really interesting place because the venue is set in a convent it's in Abbotsford convent so it's a convent converted into a, a, a it's still a convent but converted into a space where people can have discussions on, on music on on everything music related wow so that music festival was cool because in the daytime they have conferences they talk about um, inclusivity they talk about um, you know um, expanding reach and you know all everything related music and technology and and then at night you have that music festival you have all these indie bands in in the par, in the bars and pubs so it's almost the whole city so there'll be like five pubs. They all have different bands playing um, it, throughout the whole, throughout the three days, throughout the whole night. So it's really fun. You, you get to listen to all these different bands playing their music, which is, which you, I guess it's not mainstream, but amazing because they write their own songs. They, you know, some of them use a bit of electronic um, where when you, you know how they, when you play something, uh, you record a sound and it keeps looping back so you can oh, keep adding yeah. more sound to that so yeah I really really enjoyed that music festival yeah that sounds really cool that's a cool thing yeah it's a lot of fun. I, I'm not a I'm not a concert person either I just don't like really crowded places and I, I don't know how people enjoy concerts because it's just yeah. it's not the same I'd rather stay home and I'm that kind of person who would like rather stay home and watch the match, not go and watch it because you just, I don't get the fun. You don't really get to do anything. It's so much better. You're just comfortable. You have snacks. And why do you want to go and be around sweaty people and shout? Sweaty people. I'm not a concert person either. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Funny. No, I, I mean, I think I enjoy concert. I think I just didn't go to too many of them. Um, yeah, it's also very expensive. So it's like unless I really, really like this, this you know performer, I would. I think I would pay to watch Michael Bublé. I you know. Yeah, he's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I sing all his songs. Like, <laughs> like he's worth it. <laughs> I know. I know some people who would do anything to go to a BDS concert. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. you know them? Yes, the Korean. The Korean oh yes, band. that band. Oh my god. I know way too many people like that in my life. And they have paid good money, you know, and they're like for their merch and all of that stuff. And they would yeah. do anything to watch. So are, are you a fan of any bands? No, I like individual 
uh, like artists, I, I don't yeah. really like a band. I, I have individual artist music taste. <laughs> like who like who, who, who i i i have a very weird taste in music i don't know weird it's it's i would say weird. i listen to german pop and french pop a lot so yeah. i i am currently obsessed with julian Doré. he's a he's a french singer he's amazing and yeah. um i like a lot of german singers i like namika she's a german pop artist and she's amazing so these she they're my favorite at the moment right Okay. Yeah. I want to check them out too. Yeah. Like I want to check out the music. Yeah. Yeah. Cool music. Once Anamika and Jilun were done asking each other questions, it was time for the moment of truth. I asked both of them if they would like to stay in touch and continue exploring each other's personality beyond the episode. This is what they had to say. Definitely, I would. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, that was so cool. I, I really enjoyed um, this conversation. It was I think effortless. It was very flowing well, and I definitely want to. I want to continue. Yes. Master editing is produced, edited, and narrated by me, Alok Rathore. The score for this episode has been provided by Stephen the Levitt, Faded Aeon, Vetter, Solar Body, Mars Scott, and Keston Wright. Master editing is brought to you by Ansia Productions. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, I urge you to leave a rating and express your thoughts in the reviews. Tune in next Sunday for yet another episode of Master Dating. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.